This is the Copper Crab Podcast. I'm Cheney Crab. I am Naveen Copperwise. If you would like to submit questions for the podcast, email us at coppercrabpodcast at gmail.com. We've got merch available at the link in our description. If you don't know who we are, we play metal. Yeah, we're a couple of... uh, Metal heads. uh, We're a metal... We're a very famous metal couple. (laughs) And uh, we We started a podcast to talk about metal and what it's like to be in an underground metal band. I guess that would be the, the pitch. That's the pitch. We've It's expanded far yeah. beyond that at this point. But, but uh, here we are. Yeah. And there, in reality, I finished the pitch. In reality, all we do is just kind of screw around each week, basically. Talk crap. Sometimes we have people on the show. Sometimes we don't. You'll never know. Well, I guess you would know if it says in the description. True. Who the guest is. True that. And la- we used to name the episodes when they were just me and Chaney, but last week we tried not naming it, and it seemed to do the same. I think it's we're working out. Maybe the names are confusing people. I think it's working out for the better, not having names, since we started uh, rolling with that a week ago. Yeah, because when I would think of like funny names, something funny we said, but the podcast wouldn't necessarily be about that. I don't think so, it ever was. Yeah, it would never be about it. It would be like. If our cats came in, I'd be like, oh, cat. It's about beers and cats. And then the, people would be like, oh, well, I don't really want to listen to a podcast about beers and cats. But they don't know the joke that it's not about that. But that's the thing about podcasts in general is that you they it, it's like discussion. Oh, sorry. Oh, you just turned me down. I tried to mute like my an, mic to do a sniffle. <laughs> I am sick, but it is, in fact, not COVID. You took the test. I got, I went to the store and bought the test. Which yeah, was so actually pretty fun to do. It was fun to go and buy the test. Uh, no, buying it wasn't so fun, but uh, doing the test was kind of fun. I kind of liked it. I guess you should have hypothetically sent someone else to buy it. Well, uh, if I, I that was my plan. I had a plan where if they were like, are you seriously coming in here with maybe COVID? And I was going to be like, no, it's not for me. It's for my For girlfriend. my friend. Yeah. <laughs> no, I made sure not to sniffle or... <clears throat> And you have to wear a mask here anyway, so I mean they, totally. don't, they can't really. I was in the sauna like maybe two months ago when saunas kind of reopened in California, and I had to sniffle so badly because of my sinuses. Be- you know, ever since I broke my nose, my sinuses have been weird. But there was another guy in the sauna with me, and I like finally just did it. And he turned to me and he was like, yeah, it's kind of awkward to sniffle in public now, isn't it? Oh, really? He addressed yeah, he, it? he acknowledged it. And I was just like, wow, I'm glad that other people, you're not alone in this universe. Other people <laughs> are kind of experiencing the same things that you are or thinking the yeah. same things that you are. I don't want to sniffle because I don't want to set anyone off. Sneeze. Or like your sister had a funny like Instagram story. It was like, oh, tired of waiting in line? Just start fake coughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, on Black or Friday, like yeah. That. Avoid the Black <laughs> Friday line by coughing. Yeah, but I. It was kind of weird because I almost felt like a little bit like ashamed to to buy the test, and then I was like, "Why am I feeling ashamed? What difference does it make? I. It's not like I did anything like crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, millions of people are getting COVID all the time. Yeah. You know, probably every day. I don't know the. The exact numbers. I'm but sure. Anyway, I was like, yeah, I've got the sniffles. Need to get this test. What's going on here? You Just know? to make sure. I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if people are like, 
me, but I, I guess sometimes I'm a little bashful. Yeah. I think a lot of people that. have social anxiety. Yeah. You know, there's been a, a the social anxiety thing. It's like everyone talks about it now. And a lot of people do genuinely have like crippling social anxiety. But I think everyone experiences that to a small degree. Yeah. Right. It's always weird to go out in public or to like see. Some, I don't know. It's weird when you just like say you're meeting up with people, but you like have to go through the saying hi process and the kind of like getting comfortable in a yeah situation right that's, that's just a part of living i think to experience at least a mild degree of that i agree and that's why there's i guess that's why beer exists right <laughs> social lubricant <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be nice to just be uh not have that and just be like more relaxed there are not. a lot of, there are a lot of people out there doing it yeah i think Most i'm gonna try to practice that just kind of be like, you know, you see someone that you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, shit, I'm going to like avoid avoid them. Just be like, how's it going, man? You know, you're the guy that no one wants to see in public. I know. Because you're the guy who I would if you said hi to me one time, I would outwardly probably know, try to avoid you. Because there is somebody at the gym that I do know, not like super well. Yeah. But uh, I've I've kind of tried to do that, you know, <laughs> like, dude, how's it going? You know, like throwing metal horn. He's he's into metal. So yeah. throwing metal horns and he's like. Yeah, he doesn't want to be no, talked no. to. I can tell that he's like, every time I show up, he's like bummed. But <laughs> I get it, you know? It's not like I want to... Yeah, you're you're really into like acknowledging people. And I'm like, Naveen. Well, it's awkward I mean, to you, not we acknowledge should acknowledge people. people. Yeah. I know. It is. It's, so what's more awkward to say what's up to someone and have them be like, I don't really want to even see this guy. Or to go through the experience of we both know that we know each other. And yeah. now we're being weird by not saying anything. Well, then you just got to. <clears throat> Maybe you should just send him the nod. I like the nod. No, now I just go like this. You know, I, don't, I don't do thumbs up. I just do the metal horns. Yeah. I, I know that he doesn't want to chat. I don't want to chat either. <laughs> do you, do, you don't do stop in chats, though. You just say hey to um, me. Sometimes you will do stop in chats. If the person wants to stop and chat, I'll do it. Yeah. I'm not going to. But sometimes you do? might Run be away. the person who wants to do the stop and chat. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like I'm just being nice. Speaking of chatting today, I was on the <laughs> phone with someone because we're changing all of our utilities essentially to Tennessee because we're we are moving. moving to Tennessee. There's got to be a new. We're there moving. was a copper crab bingo before. Yeah. Now it's totally different. It's all taken over by yeah. Nashville. It's we're moving to Nashville. I remember when we wouldn't even say it on the podcast at first. Yeah. And now we're just all about it. It's we're moving to Nashville. I have a flip phone, <laughs> right? Beer. Uh, we do still something talk about, about beer. drinking or beer. Or yeah. And then uh, what else would it be? I don't really know. I, I used to check to see if everything was working because I used OBS, but now I switched over to a hardware setup. I know. So I feel I like we're getting a working. little closer to the, the, we aren't messing around with everything before the podcast. It's not a total pain no it's not a meltdown up. honestly yeah today it took like i'm thinking two minutes to there you up. have it folks it was great 85 episodes in we figured you're it gonna out. figure out how to set up <laughs> your cameras we're literally over two years into doing a podcast and we're just now setting up or figuring out how to have it set up well all the time. people underestimated you know oh, like when the oh man Here, this might be another copper crab bingo thing me <laughs> Talking about how everybody else quit doing podcasts and we kept doing it. 
It's true. <laughs> I've seen a lot of podcasts come and go. We've seen a lot of bands come and go and a lot of podcasts come and that go since we true. started both things. That's but that's true. that's like the nature of things. You know? My pen. Yeah, but yeah, you were saying uh, that saw, you had I saw to, your awesome pen. I know, I went and bought some new pen. Oh, here it is. There you go. Sweet. I was going to say, don't forget to talk about Nashville, but oh, yeah. we're back on it now. We're already so talking about it. you were saying that We've been we're we're moving to Nashville. Yeah. For those who okay, don't so know, and Shane's back been to my having, story. we've been both having to make calls to cancel this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, Switch exactly. it over because that's a ton of stuff to deal with. Moving out of state, moving anywhere is just like a it. It's a lot to deal with. But moving yeah. out of state, we'd have we've had to coordinate a lot more things. It's pretty and, and honestly, state to state, a lot of things aren't the same. Mm-hmm. Like I had right. to call a friend of mine in Nashville and ask him, do you have to pay for garbage? Yeah. And he was like, what are you talking about? Because in California, you have to pay for them to collect your garbage. Yeah, I think we pay. It's like 50 bucks a month. No, nah, it's 50 bucks every two months. Okay. Yeah, All so right. it's it's $25 a month, That's but it's still an expense. Year, 300 bucks a year. It's still an expense and you know, I mean, a million podcast episodes, we were all on the Dave Ramsey, talking about the Dave Ramsey yeah. program and how we've saved Saving money money. that way. And we still, we are a little lax with it now, we're but we still, definitely lax. once you start, <laughs> like, once you integrate something like that into your life, it's kind of like working out. No matter how much you fall out of it, you still there's still a yeah. part of it that you keep with you. I know, it's like, like dieting. Even if you go down, your bo- your new bottom is like, still way above like our lowest point is like having some money put away for an emergency whereas before my lowest point was having negative money right nothing and owing money all over time yeah not knowing how what we pay like the total amount of what we pay in bills i had no idea i I wonder how i knew we paid bills how much is your how much are all your bills each month yeah how many people know that to it i mean not not a lot it's hard to get yourself in a, into a mode where you want to like budget. That's hard to do. It's really hard. And that's why it's <clears throat> so coveted to be right. debt free and why people are freaking out when you go debt free. But we, but we were on the Dave Ramsey plan and we have no debt because of that. But also along with the Dave Ramsey plan, there's the, the baby steps. You yeah. know it obviously really well. <laughs> Um, everything I say is just hearsay through Naveen or what I've heard when he has me listen to the Dave Ramsey show. Yeah. It but, really helped us out. And I think, honestly, musicians could benefit from that big time. Because I mean, every single person I know could benefit from that in every way, but especially being in a band. You're yeah. right. I totally Because I mean, people in that. bands are like, oh, you just are going to be broke and not have any money. And like, yeah, you might be, might not have, be as well off as some of your friends who went to business school, but yeah. mm-hmm. you can maximize what you do have. Yeah. I mean, and support the thing that you love. That's why that's the only exactly. reason why we even did it. I don't care about having extra money or whatever. Yeah. Not at all. You know, we care about being able to support the band and this podcast and the stuff that we really want to continue doing. Exactly. And it's got us to a place where we're able to make this move that we've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And now we can spend a lot more time doing those things. It's also, and it wouldn't have been possible if we didn't have that initial game plan and know what to do. Absolutely. And with a band, it's like we're not we're not in a huge band. We're in a, a like really weird niche band, yeah. but we still are in the green. 
You know, yeah. we're not like a huge money making band. We bring in some money, sure, but because Naveen got so into Dave Ramsey and got our band on that plan, like when we go to, when we go on tour, we're not afraid of all of the expenses that may come our way. And that to me is all that I could hope for. Right. Is being able to go on tour and feeling comfortable knowing that okay, if the band breaks or if the van breaks down, yeah. we have the money to fix anything that's right. going on. It we're not going to be totally screwed if we don't make a ton of money on this tour like you have everything just kind of figured out yeah. ahead of time and really you know we're talking about this dave ramsey thing that's a uh money guy and the the plan that he puts forth is pretty simple it's really i'm not going to go too far into it but for those of you who don't know it's getting rid of all your debt mm -hmm. and living off the money that you do have and writing down everything that you're going to spend Totally. So it's really just the most simplistic thing that should be pretty obvious to all of us. But we live in a society that's buy, 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 buy this, that, right. that thing. And even taking out crazy amounts of debt. Even even I had a credit card with like $5,000 debt on it. Oh, you know? yeah. And we had two car payments. <clears throat> so what we did was just work super hard. We didn't spend hardly any money and paid all that stuff off. Now that money that we were paying for that stuff, we can put towards something else yeah and that's really all it is right we don't ha we don't have car payments yeah our van is paid off our car is paid off right the only thing that we pay on are our monthly bills exactly but but every month we know exactly how much we pay in bills and we make that amount of money and once you make over that then you have money to put in savings <laughs> or money to spend and we exactly. allot that money too so there was a point right. where we're not really we're not doing really this that right, now. It right we're now. We're not doing yeah. this tightly right now. <laughs> Let's just say that. But know, uh, there was a time stuff. where it was like we're telling each other or we're giving each other like a monthly amount that we can spend on yeah. on random stuff like clothes or, or yeah, it's look at it as your, I don't know, allowance. free. Yeah, your allowance. Yeah, it's permit like you you don't have to feel bad for spending. Right. right. And you could say. And it is actually pretty fun. You know, I'd be like, all right, I really want that thing. But I don't have enough money for it. I'm gonna wait till next month. Totally, it's but like it does. It's a. It's definitely a practice and like self control and. It's, oh uh, God, it's like a game. <clears throat> it yeah. becomes fun over time, but it is something that you have to habitually do. And I think we were probably pretty strict on it for a year. Definitely, definitely. But it got like it. You'll you'll see. It does a lot for you. Dude, you know? And you we did that with fun? our band too. We paid off a bunch of merch debt and all mm -hmm. this back shit that we owed, and a lot of bands have that hanging over oh yeah <clears throat> and so we kind of uh bit the bullet and said like all right well on this next tour you know we're not going to really pay ourselves anything and just pay all this stuff off yeah so but it really helped anyway, us it's a good thing to do i it's definitely also, recommend everybody look into that same and it's also just to finish that up it's like that's just a moment in time it seems really tedious to like go a year with just being really strict on your budget and trying to get everything paid off and looking at it as what's going to happen in front of you and not in hindsight, it's like, oh my God, this is a huge undertaking. But once you're past that year and you see how far it's gotten you and you look back on it, it's just a fucking year of your life. It's not that much time. Yeah, You have to, I, it's really important, I think, in all things that you're looking to accomplish just to take them one day at a time and don't like... Don't expect gigantic results in a day. It's the same as as working out all the time. Yeah. 
you just have to make it habitual. And over time, you get really good at those things and you see great benefits from that as opposed to just like spending $10 willy-nilly here and there yeah. on It stuff. adds up. You don't realize it adds it up. It really but adds everything up. Everything is kind of like that. You know? I mean, even um, <clears throat> with the podcast, there's been so many weeks where we're like, oh, let's just not do it. You know, we, got, we come up with all these excuses. Just today we were doing that. You know, we, we do that like, all the time. Uh, and well, I... we're recording. We don't need to take a break to do the podcast. And, and, and it's like, you know what? Cut the bullshit. Just do it. You know, get in there. Check in, dude. Yeah. Checking in is like huge. Especially, oh, I, I said that a long time ago. I would tell people, you know, wanting to play drum, get better at drums. Like, I don't practice a whole lot, but I check in. You know, I'm going to check in on the drums. I'm going to yeah. play the drums for a little while. Maybe it's not the most in-depth, best session where I learned all this stuff. But I did the bare minimum of checking in and really maintain that, that thread. Mm-hmm. You know? I look at that when I do, when I draw, because I do pointillism. It takes forever to like sit there and do dot work on huge drawings. But if I do a little bit of dot work every day, if I can only mm-hmm. dedicate 20 or 30 minutes to it, it's worth sitting down yeah. and doing because now it's like I've been working on a certain piece for probably the span of five months. But I just sit and work on it every so often. And you see great results by doing that type of stuff. Yeah. Spending a few minutes on it each day. I know. And you can see a lot of people do that type of thing. Oh, man. And it's huge in every aspect. That's got to be one of the keys to success. I mean, I... Check in, dude. Yeah. I've been reading a book this year. God, I can't remember the guy who wrote it. But it's about creating habits. And it's just stuff that we've all heard before. Yeah. Just put together in a book, and I've been listening to it on audiobook, and it's just like, it's life changing if you listen to that stuff all the time. If you make it like, you're gonna listen to a podcast, go and listen to a book about changing your habits, and for at least it inspires you for at least two or three days to <clears> get and <throat> yeah. But you just gotta keep that going. Yeah, well, I, I read um, somewhere that a lot, a lot of these things. James Clear, that's oh, his name. Sorry. There you go. They don't really come... Atomic Habits. Damn, it all just came to me. Sorry to interrupt you, but James Clear, Atomic Habits. Really good read. There we go. I've not read it. You should. So it's about Listen to it on an audiobook, yeah. Okay. I'll get it. I've been doing audiobooks a lot lately because... Uh, flip phone. The, the old flip phone. That shit out. <laughs> but I wanted sick. to get back to the story that I was telling. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're changing all of our util- utilities, <clears throat> and I kid you not, every single person I talk to in Tennessee about our utilities, about buying our house, about whatever. It's just nice people. I know. And it's a per- the thing that I noticed is it's a person. It's a person. So all the utilities that we call about in California to get them canceled or whatever, you don't usually talk to a person. Yeah. It's like an automated system and it's it sucks. Or you have to do it online. Right. I but like a good old in-person You call, call. I called Nashville today, the water, and the person just went, hello? Like that. I thought I called. I thought I was I calling someone's house. We were sitting at the table having coffee and you were on speakerphone and it was like, was like is yeah. this water? Or? Uh, hello. I was like, is this the water department? No. And she was like, uh, yeah, this is the water. It's great. Like, I know. I we're not, it. we're, we're, we're like, um, on alien land, you know, we're like Seriously. travelers in an alien also land trying to figure out what, who all the, who are all these nice people? 
all of the people who I talk to who are at, who are like the service call center of these places, nicest fucking people I've ever talked to in my life. I, so I, I, Today, thought, I thought you were out, outside on the phone with your mom. <laughs> Today, I talked to a lady about uh, our car insurance, okay? And I was making a payment and she, we had a whole 15 minute conversation about how she moved from California 30 years ago to Nashville. She's never moved back. And I was asking her if her kids have Southern accents. And she said, she was like, oh yeah, they have Southern accents. Her accent is Southern. And I was just like, damn, am I going to have a Southern accent I know. in 10 it's years? It's kind of something that we always talk about though. Like if we have kids out there, that's so poser. they're going to be, they're going to be Southern. It's so poser. Okay, I feel like a poser now because I know I've developed some California uh, dialogue yeah. tendencies. Like, dude. And, yeah. Bro. I think <laughs> I said, like, legit to her on the phone today. You just say things like that. But I'm afraid that I'm going to move to the South and feel like even more of a poser because I've, I've developed a Southern accent. Or you'll be a poser because you'll have a California accent out in... Nashville and you're from Iowa. Yeah, the God. <clears throat> That's like the whole the holy grail of poserism. <sighs> totally. Do you remember when calling people a poser was like the thing? It was yeah. all Oh, in, definitely. I oh. wonder if middle schoolers are still out there doing that. You're a poser. Middle school, that was what it's what it was all about, being a poser or call, <laughs> being called one. I didn't even it was know all what about that meant being or a poser. Care. Like, yeah, okay. I'm, I don't even know what I'm posing. I think I got as. called a poser once. Who's a fucking poser now? Oh. Yeah. You mean you got up for being into metal? Yeah, I think I might have got called a poser for wearing. I want to say it was maybe System of a Down, a System of a Down shirt when System. I was in seventh grade. Damn, called out. Yeah, I'm a poser because I'm 10 and just got into a band. Yeah, that's posing. I know. I, I never really got <laughs> that's that. Like, or like being Oh, old sorry. School. I didn't find out about him when I was three. I know. Sorry about that. What the fuck? I, I always yeah laugh at that kind of stuff because it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? I just didn't hear it. Yeah. That. Oops. I, what am I going to do? Go back in time and. My bad, dude. It came across my awareness at this time. Yeah. And now what I it, like it. I don't even, I wouldn't call someone a poser if they got into some, like some form of music when they were 75, what let alone if they were seven. Yeah. Because what yeah, I think sometimes older bands get like bombed about that, you know, like, oh, you didn't like us when we were playing to nobody, you know, that kind of thing. What it's kind like, of yeah, they a just didn't know is about that? It. They just didn't know about. Oh, it. sorry, you got bigger. Oh, sorry, you <laughs> toured more. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, I I want people to find out about. I hope people are out there posing. Pose on. Yeah, dude. pose on, bro. Keep posing. Keep on posing. I know. Let's have a bunch of posers that like our band. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you made it. If posers yeah. listen to you. Totally. Because that was probably when System of a Down was hitting. And I was like, Shit. you know, they were just starting to see their stuff stocked at I remember like, I got the System of a Down CD. And uh, like the first one. Remember the first one? Yeah. Isn't it called? <clears throat> it's self-titled. I don't know anymore. I but think it's self The There's like this one song where I think everything kind of stops and he's like, he starts using a lot of swear words. He's like, why the fuck did you do something? Fuck up. Yeah, like that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. And like, right, 
I had it and I was like playing it and like right when that part came on, like of course, like my dad walked in. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're like watching like and he's like, American Beauty or something yeah. and your dad walks in right when there are boobs <clears throat> Yeah, on I know. Screen. What the hell is with that? I know. Or like the sex scene, you watch like this gnarly sex scene with your parents. It's, it's just shitty. No, thank I, you. You know what's funny is the opposite of that used to always happen with my mom. Like she'd be watching some like French movie or something. Yeah. And like every time I'd like walk in the living room as a kid, it'd be like some crazy sex scene. And she'd be like, what, what's going on here? Like, you know, try to act like. Turn it off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. So today I was, I was like, oh, I can't remember what I was going to say. It's not good for a podcast. It was like walking in front. It was something about Santa Claus. Oh, I heard a story about how kids are not uh, hearing about Santa Claus now. Or they they already know that Santa Claus is fake. Very young. Uh-huh. Because they watch YouTube videos. And they right. figure it out. And apparently they're trying to hide it from you now. Because uh, that's... Yeah, because they're afraid they're not going to get any more presents. Yeah. That you accept. Smart. Kids are so smart. I know. Kids are really smart. <laughs> they really are. People hella underestimate <clears throat> children. I know. Do you ever feel like... Uh, I look back at pretty much ever since I can remember. I don't really ever remember feeling like I know less than I do now. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. I've never felt like I was like a child. I was pretty much just always about like not having to do stuff I don't want to do. That's yeah. like number one. And then uh, I just want to do like my fun little hobbies and that's all that I wanted. sort of a thing. Yeah. All I've ever wanted to do is like play music, yeah. sing, play drums. I mean, I I can't remember not wanting to do those things. Yeah, me too. I, I wanted remember to play guitar. Myself not, I, I wanted to play guitar. Pretty much any musical instrument, like, I, that's what I wanted. And yep. I've always been drawn to that. It's kind of crazy. I remember I had, like, a recorder when I was a kid. Did you sh- shred that thing? <laughs> uh, I mean, I wasn't a recorder prodigy, if that's what you're asking <laughs> But I played viola when I was in like fourth grade. <clears throat> I've never not wanted to play an instrument. Yeah, me too. Even before I was like serious about it. Same. I, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to, I like learned how to do an actual drum beat when I was like 10. But even before that, I would, I like wanted to play guitar. I remember I learned. I thought it was way cooler to be a guitar player. That's like why I wanted to be totally. like in the front, like rocking out. I, I learned to count. I learned like. <clears throat> how to count beats when I was uh, in seventh grade. I learned what four four was Mm. like this kid who was a friend of mine came over and he was like, okay, this is how you count. It's one, two, (laughs) three, four, and it stays the same and you have to play on beat. You're like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've never forgotten that. You remember when you learned to play on beat? Yeah. Like my dad taught me. He's like, all right, it's, the hi-hat goes one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Kick drum is on one, not, and the snare is on three. One, two, three, four. One, Damn. two, three. That was it right there. And then you were playing My every dad's a drummer, by the take. way. That's like how I learned how to play drums. Yeah, he's more percussionist. He is a percussionist. Yeah. yeah. He's sick. We'll call it that. I mean, he's just, <laughs> your dad is amazing because he will get up with a band at a restaurant. I know. Well, there's a meme that I've, I'm sure a bunch of you guys have seen, and it's like a picture of some guy's dad. Yeah. And 
I think it's like a text from the dad to the kid or something. And the dad's like, I'm drunk on stage, like playing bongos with this band. <laughs> and my dad does that like all the time. Like any <laughs> band. Like B- BYOB though. Bring band, your own bongo. Bring your own bongo. <laughs> he would do it with a band downtown on the street. I'm just talking like I'll from just, the like, any band jamming, you can dude. think of. Restaurant like, be, bands. You're, he's in the restaurant. Someone from the table starts, you start hearing bongos. That's yeah. my dad, dude. I think he'll do like open bongos too, right? He'll go and like... <laughs> didn't you, you say that you were at a party last year and your dad started playing bongos and like the people weren't really feeling it well no there's a thing i've talked about on the show before like once a year we go to a friend's like, gathering it's like yeah. a men's only thing mm-hmm. and uh just for men <laughs> men only controversial these days but uh, <laughs> no wives allowed no it's a chance to get away from all these wives ball and chain anyway, uh, so it's like him, and like they bring their sons, you know. So I go, my brothers go and stuff. And um, they had a band one year. You know, my dad was like rocking it with the ba- with the bongos. But the thing is, they Did were kind of bring them. Oh yeah, he bought. He brought uh, there might be some there. House bongos. There might be house bongos. <laughs> we got him those bongos, by the way. Me? <clears throat> yeah, we got them for like his birthday one year. Okay, yeah. Me for and sure. you for sure. But uh. So yeah, the band the band was more of like a rockabilly kind of, you know what I mean? They had like a very like, like a vibe, on the like yeah, the guy had, all day they were like full. And, yeah. So you could tell they're like very anti bongo, <laughs> right? Maybe if my dad was playing like a a washboard or something, you know, oh, it okay, yeah, 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 it would have worked. Yeah, but you could tell they were like bongos, and no, that's fucking up our whole vibe here. Yeah, yeah. it's like and they wrong were instrument, like, bro. Not feeling them. Yeah, you know? and so my dad did get the hint. Which is kind of surprising for my dad. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, man, I don't know what's up with those guys. You know, they really didn't want to jam or anything like that, you know? (laughs) He said that? Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) What's up with those guys? It's like, dude, they're trying to play death metal and you, they're trying to play death metal and you have like, I don't know. I don't want to say death metal because you could bring any instrument into death metal, period. Yeah. They're trying to play pop music. And you no, have they're double They're trying bass. to play rockabilly and you're up there with bongos <laughs> and you're not in the band. <laughs> bongos are like, what are those people? Uh, what were they called? God, the name's on the tip of my tongue. In like the 50s, it was the anti-hippie. Oh, yeah. They would like <clears> play <throat> the bongos. Beatniks. The beatniks. So like that's what it reminds me of, beatniks. It's like, yeah, they're at like, like a cool, fucking man. poetry reading or something. Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> oh, and I went down, you know, it's like. What Bob Dylan would speak over? Yeah, I I know what you're talking about. I'm not party. a fan. But speaking <laughs> of beatniks, we were wa- we watched all that be- the Beatles. Speaking stuff. of beat They're nicks, not beatniks, I you guess, may have heard but... of beatniks. What about the Beatles? Yeah. <laughs> so we watched the Beatles special. I don't know if any of you guys watched that. It's called Get Back. I loved it. It was amazing. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, at first I was like, okay, this is really boring it's only for people who are because i'm not really like particular particularly into the beatles yeah i love the beatles <clears throat> so but so it's kind of like okay it, it was more like candid footage you know but after like i don't know whatever four or five hours i was like all right this is i'm gonna do it <laughs> after four or five <laughs> hours so right at the end i think right i actually went to sleep ending. i went to sleep during the first one but yeah, in hindsight, well, that was that's on Thanksgiving. So way we had a lot of cooler. Food. In hindsight, it's way cooler than some like corny documentary with like sit downs and stuff. You know, oh, it's, it's like, way cooler. Especially if there's no narration. 
Yeah, halfway through, I was like, if you are a Beatles fan, this is super sick. It was sick. And if you are a Beatles fan, you're familiar with the original documentary, Let It Be, that was essentially cut in a way that made it look like the Beatles broke up over that specific recording session and that Yoko Ono was like ruining the band because she was there all the time. So She was there all the time. She was there all the time. She, was there. she had little to nothing to do with any band matters whatsoever. She yeah. literally, I mean, it seemed like she barely spoke. Of course, there are like 50 more hours of footage. You don't know what's on that. <clears throat> like we said, they should make another it's version. like paid for by Paul McCartney yeah, and Yoko. We were joking around that it was like paid for by Paul McCartney because. But they are the producers. They are look... the producers. So it was paid for by them. That's true. But I mean, that kind of ruins the joke. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. Because it really made it look like he was doing all the work. Oh, totally. I saw this meme <clears throat> that was like, I'm starting to feel like Paul McCartney, where I really don't want to be the one to make all the decisions, but I don't want anyone else to make the decisions <laughs> either. Exactly. But yeah, it was also cool because uh, the George Harrison, like getting into the Hare Krishna movement and yeah, stuff was totally. kind of like in the air there. And uh, like my parents were in that, so... Yeah, my mom actually knew the two Hare Krishna guys that were in the first one. Like they were just there. I don't know what they were doing there. They were just they were like chanting. I think they were they were like, just there for moral support. Just kind of like keeping an eye on yeah. George Harrison. Yeah, make sure he didn't do anything bad. Kind of a, a vibe. See, I'm wondering <laughs> what like drug use they cut out of that documentary. Yeah, because it's fabled that. I mean, it's not really fabled, but they say that John Lennon was on heroin at that time. And I'm assuming right. it's just the nature of the times. The Beatles weren't <clears throat> straight edge, which is fine. I'm just interested to know. You know, you saw them rolling a joint or like smoking grass Disney, or whatever. It was on Disney. So I don't it know was on Disney. Disney it up. It was produced by the Beatles. Have the Beatles become more of like a family fa friendly band over time? I don't really know. I think they are pretty family friendly, I would, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's kind of the... But I was but like, there's yeah. probably some drug use. You hear someone, I think it was John, talking about uppers or pet pills. Pet pills in like the second documentary. But pep. So you'd think, but who knows. But yeah, now it was a great like, documentary. Let me get one of those bangs in it. Let me have a bang. An espresso. I well, they were drinking home. coffee the whole time. Let me, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. How are you not? They were smoking <laughs> hella cigs, too. Oh, uh, that was They just were drinking. Cigs then? It was just like... Yeah, he's, of course, you're smoking a cig. That's like air. Totally. Just, everyone's just looking all cool with their cigs. Yeah, they looked awesome. And they looked like, really, like true artists. showed up at the studio like in a suit. Oh, yeah, I was, I was loving like, that. Fuck, it inspired awesome. me. So after yeah. we watched that, I started because we're... Oh, sorry, I kicked the camera. Kick but we're... Uh, kick my damn camera. Kick I think my it looks damn. Right. So we're uh, tracking our album. At home. And at home. So I was like, let's dress up. Let, or let's get dressed for the studio. I know. Not at least. like me in my underwear, like at the desk. Yeah. Like, no, we should be like ready, like looking cool when we're tracking. I know. Sometimes I do that for the podcast. You know, I'll be in here with like my shorts that I sleep in. <laughs> <coughs> and I'm like, yeah. I should get ready to do the podcast. I think it's better when you're doing something, like, when you're at home, a lot of the time and the stuff that you work on is at home. Just get like kind of helps to get dressed. Helps to get dressed. It also helps to maybe sometimes like go for a drive. There Just get out of the house. And then also because we make coffee and everything at home too, because we have a little espresso machine now. 
which is epic. By Saves the way. us a lot of money, Dave Ramsey program style. <laughs> yeah. So, a lot. But, you know, we don't ha- even have to go, like, get a coffee. So right. we're just here a lot. We're just chilling. Which is great. I'll I'll take it. I like it. Seems like we're going to be doing a lot of that in Nashville because the lady <clears throat> told me that it was 20 <clears throat> degrees this morning. I know. Fuck. So she was freaking us out. Like, well, we'll be a- able cold. to sleep in and stuff, so... I think also that we'll have heat like we don't have really <laughs> heat at our house here. I mean, there is heat, but there's like a vent in one room. Yeah. And the heat's kind of heat's like not crap. as serious of a thing here in Santa or in California. Pretty much California. I yeah. Guess. No, it's not. I mean, it's spe- <laughs> like the the bottom half, which I know that we're considered NorCal, but is this Northern California? We're kind of central, really. We're, central really. we're not technically central. It's like NorCal. If you look at it's the like, map, bro, you don't even we're live pretty in much pretty centrally that's what i don't get why are you repping why are you like (coughs) going hard on repping norcal well it's technically northern california Uh. is it she's a norcal denier you are a norcal denier (laughs) apparently that's like yeah uh curb your enthusiasm Uh, that's That's why i'm so sick of that that's what i modeled it i'm like done with curb (laughs) because everything is like you pushed you're a pusher you're a middler it's like, I didn't push. I'm not a pusher. That's like, that's the whole <laughs> that's the thing premise. Now. Yeah. That's the premise like, of every curb. He's squatted. He's a squatter. I didn't squat. I'm not a squatter. And then you're it's a Susie. Larry, you're a fucking squatter. <laughs> yeah. You know, and she's pissed. It's like. It was like funny at first. I figured you know, it out. When it was like, oh, you snoozed. You're a snoozer. The first like, oh, nine seasons. Yeah. They didn't really do <clears> that. I feel like that's a newer thing that they brought in. It hasn't always been like you're a snoozer. They're leaning in on that. They're really leaning in. You, what was the last one that she bounced or something? I don't fucking know. Like a bouncer, yeah. You she bounced on about the couch. The, You're a bouncer. No, it wasn't bounce. It was a uh, like slammed or yeah. something like that. Slam. It's like you slammed. Here, uh, I can't remember. Damn You're it! You're a this slammer. Is this is gonna kill me now. <clears throat> That she slammed down. Well, I was thinking, God, we just talk and talk and talk and it never ends. Just keep on going. All right, Actually, we- that was something I, I did want to mention, a little note, that uh, not having podcasts on my phone or if I want a podcast, I have to go download it. It's actually kind of sweet. Yeah. Like, I don't, and this is ironic to say on a podcast, but it's kind of cool not having someone talking in my ear all day. Like, hey, dude, here's what you should think. totally well i listen i (laughs) i think it's cool to listen to a few podcasts a week i think that's where i'm at i think so too i have gotten to the point where sometimes i will you know if i'm drawing or whatever i'll listen to podcasts all day long especially when you wake up i'm not sure that it's best especially to listen to like an informative podcast yeah or one that's too cynical or newsy or something you're newsy i like to just put on uplifting music yeah. If I listen to a good album and honest, Erica Badu, Mama's Gun, so good to put on in the morning because you like want to dance around, and it's inspiring for the rest of the day. I agree. Uh, I just it's think an you got to watch the stuff that you're, that you're putting in. I think we just take it all a little too lightly, is what I'm starting totally. to really think. Because I definitely think so. I do still go on social media, but I have to go on my computer to do it, <clears throat> and like, it seems a little more extreme now to me. And to just like casually like bust my phone out and be like, yeah, let me check. Right. It's like a lot coming at you. Oh, you know? God. And then it's the same with 
podcasts too. I, I have to be like, okay, I'm listening to a podcast. Whereas mm-hmm. before I'd just go to work and it's just whatever, just you know, steady flow of info coming at me. Well, I think you have to look at it all. Like it's all sort of nutrition, uh, like nutritionally based. Yeah. It's not just food that can be nutritious or what's the opposite of nutritious? Bad. Um, it's not just food that can be nutritious <laughs> for you and do your body good and your mind good. Right. It's literally everything that you're putting, everything you're taking yeah. in. Exactly. And I think that it can be <laughs> de- the things that you listen to can determine just like watching social media or looking at social media. The things that you listen to can be like a decay on your brain. Yeah. And it creates, um, like an, uh, an, an inability to pay attention. I think sometimes oh, because totally. that's <clears throat> really the, the world that we're living in. It's just this thing, this thing, this thing that did and none of them. They're all fragmented. So you're just getting all these fragments of info. Right. <clears throat> Whereas now I just have like, you know, I have like the Bhagavad Gita audio book on my phone. I just listen to that. So I'm always tuning back into the same thing and I'm, I'm learning more and more. Yeah. I Learning is really learning. important. I want to learn. And I, and I want to focus my efforts. But I am still a spaz. Don't get it mm-hmm. wrong. When I'm in my studio, oh, I'm too. like, all right, I'm going to practice drums for five minutes. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to like screw with this MIDI controller. Oh, and then I'm going to go over here. And yeah, that's kind of like how I roll. Yeah. <clears throat> I just think it's cool to take in more... Uh, more neutral information because if you listen to a lot of podcasts, it can be very one-sided no matter what kind of podcast you listen to. It's someone's opinion. It's someone's opinion. I like to get like Mm well-rounded information. I still fucking love podcasts. I love comedy podcasts. They're so fun to listen to, but all day nonstop. I mean, yeah. And it's just like candy. You can begin to take on whatever you're listening to. Their opinion as if it's your own. Yeah. And that is definitely something I've thought about before. I'm just like, what even is an opinion? Because you're really just hearing someone else say something. And then for whatever reason, you sort of like agree with it or identify with it. And Mm -hmm. you start saying it. And then you use that to disagree with other people's opinions. But is it really your opinion? I don't know. I think there's just opinions. Well, that's like the opt into them or not. That's going back to the nature nurture (laughs) argument because it's like, are you a product of your biological ways or are you like subject? Do you have free will or are you subject to what everyone else is telling you to do Mm -hmm. is saying to you, to all of the information that you're taking in? Yeah. I think definitely when it comes to the limit of like the body mind, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's what you're talking about. You're not talking about, We'd have to agree that you are this thing, right? Yeah. Like my, my, my mind and my body. At that point, I think, I would think that that's sort of a product of nature. But that's because I read that in the Bhagavad Gita. You know, that's not my... Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? I know, So yeah. I don't know, you know. So when are people the most uh, pure? <laughs> I suppose in, in the womb. <laughs> yeah. At, but I mean, or at conception is when people are the most pure, <laughs> right? But because other than that, you're, 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 um, your whole tainted. Our, our whole lives are based around things that we take in, right, right, right. And that's the thing, whether it's by our own choosing or others. You know, it's where what we're biologically taking in, what we're taking in from the outside. So, 
Who are we? Who are you? Yeah, but other people. Very... Who are we but other people? Right. Right. Yeah, I know. And that's, I forgot what the point I was going to make. But uh, in short, it's good to keep an eye on all that stuff. Yeah. And have enough self-reflection to go, okay, what's, where am I going with all this stuff? Right. And I feel like a lot of people are, myself included at times, you're sort of just like wrapped up in the whirlwind of life, the zeitgeist yeah. of being on your phone and this, that, and the other thing. And that's why I think it's awesome to not have a phone on you all the time. Yeah, I feel that. Straight up. It's I important. It's important to like not pay attention and to stop and live in your own life. Yeah. Live in your own life. That'd be a good episode name. But we're not doing episode names anymore. No, Maybe we should bring it back. Nah. Live in your own life. All right. We are literally in the middle of recording our album. Yeah, I know. And we just took a quick break. So we to took a quick break. Check in. But what I will say, I love saying that. I love saying what I will say. <laughs> what I will say about that is that the album's going great. Yeah. I'm so proud of everything that we're making so far. It's really crazy. We've got a few songs done on vocals. Everything else is nearing completion. It's I'm just it's so a good proud time. of it. I'm so it's proud a good of time. it. It's a good listen. It's Can't gonna, wait to put gonna, it out. It's, it's going to take it out of you. Everything's you coming much. together. We have the art. You know, everything comes together well. That's right. Uh, yeah. It all comes together in its own due course. I'll save my... Would you agree with that, Jane? Yeah. Due everything time. Everything happens in its own due time. In due time. <laughs> Isn't that one of your lyrics? Yep. There World without us, baby. All right, guys. Well, we're going to see you next week. Have a good one. Next week, we'll talk about Nashville some more. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking in. Uh, and uh, keep L-I-V-I-N, baby. Keep on keeping on. Peace. Let it be. Let it be.